This is The Varsity, a sports podcast from The Record North Shore, your nonprofit local news site. Howdy, folks, and welcome to the latest episode of The Varsity Podcast, a podcast where we discuss everything involving North Shore high school sports. From the Friday Night Drive, I'm Michael Dwojek here with the Record North Shore founding member Joe Coglin, as we've got uh, um, relatively nice weather going on. So that means we've got a lot of good stuff happening, um, especially last week with all that beautiful weather. A lot of games were able to get in. So we've got a lot to talk about in this week's episode of the podcast. Um, before we do that, though, just a quick reminder that you can subscribe to the podcast anywhere that they're available. Give us a nice little review. We always appreciate the support and uh, always appreciate the positive feedback. We're going to do our usual four-quarter format in this week's episode. Um, first quarter, we're just going to recap everything that's been going on in the area, some major headlines. Um, in the second quarter, we are joined by Nutria Boys Volleyball player Tristan McPherson. In the third quarter, we play Way or No Way, our weekly guessing game. And in the fourth quarter, we preview the upcoming week and look at some of our uh, you know big headlines that we're looking forward to um, this upcoming week. So a lot of good stuff coming up. So um, let's get started here in the first quarter where uh, we had some really good um, really good games take place um, over the past week. And, and one of them had to do with uh, girls soccer uh, with New Trier um, competing in the Luminati's tournament. Um, New Trier girls soccer suffering its first loss, a one nothing loss to Lions um, in the tournament semifinal. Um, Lions, uh, obviously a really good team. This season, 11-0 so far to start the year, one of the best in the state. So um, Nutria's first loss isn't a bad loss, I wouldn't say, Joe. But, um, you know, if, if Nutria wants to be, you know, considered the state's best and, you know, compete for a state title, they need to win these types of games. But um, losing one nothing, I don't think, really derails anything what the Trevians want to accomplish. No, it doesn't. You know, very early measuring stick type of game. Um, two of the state's best going at it in a, in a pretty high leverage spot i think it was the semis of that tournament um so just seeing i guess where, where they both are you know undefeated let's let's see who's who and uh, i think they both proved that they they belong up there neither's a pretender lions got the best of them i think that's only going to help the trevians uh going forward um doesn't really hurt them in, in terms of you know s- sectional seating or or, you know, hurt their feelings or anything like that. I don't think, I think that it'll motivate them if anything. So I think they're just fine. Just uh, Lions got the best of them and they got to use what they learned from that um, against some tough competition. Like we'll talk about later coming up this week. Yeah. I think it's definitely a loss that you kind of definitely learn from. And um, one of those cliches from coaches where you learn more from the losses than you do from the wins and all that kind of stuff. But um, I do think that definitely applies to what Nutria wants to do this year and, um, you know, wants to, you know, compete for a state title uh, rebound from a, a quote down year from last year, obviously not that bad of a year. A lot of teams will take that from what they were able to accomplish last season, but, you know, you got to figure things out and they regrouped with a, a three, nothing win over Maine South uh, to keep that conference streak going. Um, but like you mentioned, we'll talk about it more in the fourth quarter, that Naperville uh, invite should be a lot of fun this upcoming weekend, and um, Nutria will definitely be tested. But um, not a terrible loss for Nutria, but um, probably maybe an eye-opening one that will pretty much help them, you know, figure things out as they move forward here. 
Yeah, exactly. And uh, more good competition on the way. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they took a a couple draws or even a, a loss to some of these teams in this tournament. And it, I wouldn't say it means um, doom um, for them in any way. All right. Uh, Newt Schreer of baseball suffered um, its second loss of the season, first in the state um, of Illinois, falling to Evanston six to nothing. Um, Evanston, obviously a, a really good team, 15 and two. Um, as of Thursday, we're recording this on Thursday, Nutria 11 and two. Um, after that, I, I'm actually made it might be better or worse because I don't know the OPRF score from yesterday on Wednesday. But, um, Joe, they lost six to nothing in baseball. I feel like you can't really take a lot from one game, it can just be a bad day or something like that. But, um, what are your thoughts after you know a six nothing loss to Evanston? Yeah, um. You know, it's baseball. You're not going to go undefeated um, right. during the season, no matter really how good you are and how many games you play. Um, ran into uh, a hot Evanston team. These are two of the best, uh, I, I really do think, in the state, probably both top um, tough for baseball rankings, as I've said before, but um, top 10, top 15 teams in the state. Um, the way they're both playing, um, Evanston's got is an experienced team. Um, led by uh, college-bound starter Hank Less. Liss. Um, I'm trying to see if that's who they ran into on the mound that day, and I'm not really sure. Um, but either way, um, I think they're going to get another crack at Evanston, um, and um, you know, possibly in the playoffs as well. But um, it's supposed to be. I think they're supposed to play this week again. Actually, yeah, today, which is Thursday. We'll see if they get that game off. It's supposed to rain kind of a little bit on off all day. Um, but uh, they'll get another shot at them, and, and they'll get it at uh, at home. So we'll see if they bounce back. But they were bound to lose, ran into a tough team, and, and that's what happened. But I think their win streak, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven-game win streak, pretty nice. Do you feel like the CSL South is uh... – you know, a two-horse race between Emerson and Nutria. I mean, GBN is really good so far this season. Um, I know GBS has been competitive, you know, 9-4-1 and one to start the year. So um, is it kind of like basketball where we've talked about where, you know, this division is probably one of the better ones in the in the state and you've got, um, you know, a, maybe a two-horse race, three-horse race, maybe even a four-horse race um, to try to win that division? I think so. You know, they still got, you know, two games against North, two games against South. Um, and, you know, Niles West is no joke either. Um, right. Maine South, they got a ton of games left. So, um, but I do think just on, you know, seeing a few of these teams out there so far this season and the scores, I think these are the two best teams, um, Evanston and um, Nutria. The, the issue with baseball is, or the thing that makes it different is, any of those teams can play spoiler. So if it comes down to late in the season and Nutrier's up a game or, or Evanson's up a game, you know, Niles West could play spoiler and beat them. Um, um, they've got the, per, the the capability to do that. Or, or even, uh, of course, GBN and GBS can do the same while not being directly in the race for first place. They could certainly play spoiler and knock the other out of it. So going to be a battle. I think in May we're going to, since we'll see more games in May, more consistent play. I think that's where we'll really see a lot of what these teams are made of down the stretch. Yeah, it should be an interesting race, you know, where 
in the middle of April, or I guess it's the 20th of April. So not that much in the middle anymore, heading into the final phase of April, but um, a lot of interesting things to look forward to. And that's definitely one of the better uh, storylines to look forward to just how well and how close this uh, division race will come to toward the end of the season. Uh, Loyola baseball, seven, six, and one. Um, they had uh, mixed reviews, um, you know, in their trip to Florida, like we talked about last week. Um, they got rained out for much of the beginning of the week, but then were able to get um, into four games in, uh, losing six to one and 13 to three, but then winning 21 to five and then two to one. Um, they beat the Paul Prep 11 to nine on Monday and then fell to Mount Carmel in nine innings, seven to six. Um, they'll take on the caravan again uh, Thursday today. But Joe, um, kind of a mixed bag, like we always talk about. It's kind of hard to figure out how good these. Florida teams are, but um, we know that Mount Carmel is a good team, and to take them nine innings, that's uh, um, that bodes well, obviously, for a team that probably would have wanted to win the game. But to go nine innings against a Mount Carmel team like that um, probably bodes well for the Ramblers. Yeah, and we talk about it all the time um, in a lot of sports, you know. But it's you know maybe baseball to the highest degree. The Catholic League is uh, the best league, um, especially the way Providence Catholic is playing this year. Uh, in St. Lawrence, and then and, and you got Brother Rice, Mount Carmel, Oil. Man, it's it's a, a dogfight in that Catholic league for sure. Um, so to take out, I mean, and, and you throw DePaul Prep in there, that's a good team, and they were able to outlast them 11 9. Um, that's a big win for them, and then take Mount Carmel to nine innings. Bummer that they lost. Hopefully, they can bounce back today if they're able to play. Uh, but I think this Loyola team's good, and they can certainly strike the ball. Um, they hit it well, they just need some pitching to, um, really come around and a couple guys to step up, I think, to really make a difference in a successful or a um, 500 season. All right, talking about a good Loyola team, that's uh, Loyola Boys Volleyball is off to a 13-3 and start. Um, their losses was uh, to a 2-0, two, a two-set loss to uh, Glenbrook North. Um, they ended up beating Glenbrook North this past weekend in their tournament. I think we agree that they finished third. Um, they were able to uh, beat Rolling Meadows, uh, Niqua Valley and Lincoln Way West losing to Barrington and then beating GBN for third place there, Joe. But um, some impressive stuff from uh, from this Ramblers team, Joe, that um, is looking to rebound this season. Yeah, that tournament was a good showing for them. I, they ran a new, just looking at the scores of Buzzsaw and Barrington, who beat them in two sets in the semis and then beat Lincoln Way East, uh, defending state finalist uh, in straight sets in the, in the finals. And I think East is ranked in top three, if not you know one this season so um barrington's hot they took him down but then they i think uh loyola came back and beat um gbn right for third yeah um, three sets yeah and they also beat lincoln a west a very good team i think in the quarterfinals of that tournament so yeah pretty good showing for loyola they're coming around i knew they had um last year was an okay season for them just fine it was good they racked up some wins um but it didn't advance as far but they had a lot of young talent so add another year to that in development um especially with guys like uh, on the outside like ben trap um is a go-to swinger for them um they're 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 pretty strong and i think they they got a setter nathan um chai um is really good and has made these all tournament teams for them um working the ball around um so um, they're a good team. I'm excited to see where they can go in, in the league. They should be a favorite there. And, um, yeah, I like what I've seen. I, I haven't gotten out to see them. Looking forward to it. I, I caught Nutria this week. Looking forward to see Loyola. 
Yeah, that's a good transition. I know, obviously, you got a chance to see Nutrier battle a, a tough GBS team. Um, for Nutrier, it's kind of been, you know, you know a, a seesaw season, you know, seven and five as of Thursday, um, one and two in the CSL South. Uh, they were able to beat Glenbrook South um, two to one um, earlier in the month. Oh, sorry, you saw them against GBN on Monday, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah so you one loss, and then they lost to GBS on Wednesday. Um, again, but it, it's kind of been the, a, a seesaw season for this new cheer team trying to figure out its footing. Yeah, four game losing streak here. Uh, you know, they so they were seven and um, one, um, I guess, right? Let me see. Uh, maybe seven and two, and now they're seven and six. So, yeah, yeah, a four match losing streak, which is surprising only because this is a talented team. But then you look at the competition, you start to realize kind of what happened. Tough losses. Glenbard West is the defending state champ. Glenbard Brook North um, is always really good and won state a couple of years ago. And uh, Nutria actually uh, ousted them from the uh, sectional round last year in a, in a thrilling match. So maybe they had a little motivation on their minds. The Spartans did in this one. Um, and then Glenbrook South, just another rivalry and Evanston, two rivalry games. And they're kind of just, kind of just in a lull right now, but you know, seeing them in person, um, the Trevians have a good team. Um, they're very good. Um, they they do a lot of things very well. I just think they're still trying to figure out um, some things, I think, maybe at the net um, in terms of blocking, and I think maybe in terms of uh, working the ball around um, in their offense because they have, they have talented swingers um, and attackers. Um, they just might not get them there, uh, the ball to the right spot at the right time, um, which takes a little while with some new faces and working everybody in. Um, we're only about for them. Maybe it's about a third of the way through the season here. Um, so not quite at the halfway mark. They got um, a lot of volleyball left to play um, and they're going to get another shot at all these teams, Evanston, North and South. Um, so um, we'll see how they come back from this. I do think they have a really good team. Um, it's just, I think they're, uh, they're figuring it out. Um, we'll, we'll hear more from Nutrier uh, boys volleyball and Tristan joins us in the second quarter, but just looking at this boys volleyball sectional, um, and looking at the scores of what we've done, the GBN sectional, um, Loyola and Nutrier is in there. GBS is in there. GBN is in there as well. And, you know, based on all the scores we've seen so far, Joe, it feels like a very wide open sectional that, you know, can go any way and kind of, um, you know, can really just go depend on how, what kind of day a team is having where, um, it seems like every team has been able to beat every other team in that sectional, and it should make for a fun uh, sectional when it comes time for the playoffs. For sure, and it might might depend on who who hits their peak at the right time. Um, right, I'm sure it will. But I I think you nailed it that any of these teams can beat the other one. You know, kind of in any given Sunday type of thing. Um, I certainly think they all have the talent to do that. Even you can even toss Evanston in this year. This is a very good team. Um, they beat Nutria, I think, for the first time in 15 years. Um, they've been building that program for a while. And of course there's the rivalry factor, but uh, um, I think they could play spoiler um, not just in the conference race, but also in the postseason. So um, it's a good sectional. It's going to be a battle once we get there. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. And um, with that, let's move on over now to the second quarter where we're joined by Tristan McPherson. Um, Joe and I got a chance to catch up with uh, Tristan after their game against GBN earlier in the week. What are the folks at home going to hear? Yeah, we just talked, Tristan and I just talked about um, 
what kind of pivoted is since they won the first set against Glenbrook North and, and how Glenbrook North got the momentum. And then we talk about the season uh, up to this point. All right, let's have a listen. Um, it's a tough one. Uh, they got the upper hand in that second set somewhere. Where do you think what was the turning point? Um, I think our energy dropped a bit as a team uh, after the first set. Um, yeah, they, they came out, GBN came out with a lot of energy. They came out hungry, and uh, we didn't match it immediately. It took us too long. Um, and their offense really got cooking um, a little bit. What, why do you think there's something with your defense or something with their offense that was working? Uh, you know, I, I know they have some great hitters. Uh, I know some of them personally. I think, uh, I think defensively our blocking could have been better. Um, and, but I think our service was very good. We challenged them a lot with that. Um, I think the energy, especially on the bench and the crowd, was great. And it is what it is. Yeah. No, not a fun one. Conference loss. Two good teams in the conference. What's key to bouncing back for the next match? Because you got to get GBS um, in a couple days. Uh, just coming back to practice tomorrow and realizing that we have we have work to do. You know? Yeah. About twelve matches into the season or so. What's what's the key to this team overall? What's going to be the strength here, and what do you guys need to get working to be, you know, uh, a competitor? Uh, I think we have one of the younger teams this year, so I think uh, key this year is going to be just how well our team chemistry is, um, communication, and especially managing. Uh, managing ourselves off and on the court is going to be key to how we play on the court. I think, um, yeah, as long as games in the season, I think we're we're headed on the right trajectory, but we're not quite there yet. Thank you, as always, Tristan, for joining us, and thank you to all the coaches and players who join us each and every week. Always appreciate everybody's insight and uh, good analysis. Always fun to get them, uh, you know, coaches and players involved here. But let's move on over now to the third quarter where we play our weekly game of Way or No Way. I throw out uh, five propositions, and Joe and I argue or agree upon whether those things can happen way or no way they cannot happen. I'm uh, going to start off with girls' soccer here, Joe, with the first way or no way. Um, way or no way you think that New Trier's one nothing lost to Lions is concerning for how well they can do against elite talent in the state? No way. Um, I, I just I, I think it means something. I don't think it means everything. I think if we came back in a in a state i actually don't know where their sectionals line up whether it's going to be a, a super sectional or whatever where they would play lines and they beat them one nothing i don't think anybody would be surprised um so i just think it means maybe where these teams are now lions has an advantage but i think nutria made clear that uh, they're right there and they just need to take some steps as the season goes along to be a state uh championship contender um and i think they'll get there yeah that's a pretty easy no way for me i just feel like they um I, I just feel like this team is really good and has the potential to do a lot of great stuff. And um, I, I don't think losing one to nothing against one of the best teams in the state um, really is that concerning. You just learn from the game and um, you just figure things out. So, yeah, no way. I definitely don't think that that's uh, um, anything to be concerned about. And uh, since, since you mentioned the playoffs, I think it's kind of interesting. Nutria and Loyola are both in the Evanston sectional. Um, and then GBN is also hosting a sectional or GBN and GBS will be um, competing. And so that super sectional might, you know, have a lot of North Shore flair to it since these two teams are going to be, um, or the two schools are going to be hosting a, a sectional. So um, should make for a really interesting super sectional matchup moving forward here in the spring. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Um, going to be exciting. A lot of, lot of, lot of ones are going to be competitive going forward. All right, let's move on over to the second one, Joe. We touched on baseball. Um, way or no way, you felt like Nutrier's loss to Evanston was its uh, first real test of the season. No, they've had other tests. Uh, they just won a couple days before that, so I'll say no way um, against Prospect, where they gutted out a two-one win. Um, you know, they've won plenty of games, twelve to nothing. I think they beat Maine East, um, uh, one of the Mains, I should say, uh, by uh, in, in a short game. Um, they've stacked up runs, and they've, but they won close ones too. I think Prospect's a good team, and they gutted that one out. Um, so they've they've had they've been tested for sure. Um, I, I think they're just that good, and so is Evanston, and uh on that day um Evanston came out on top but I think they'll continue to be tested baseball's a long season they're going to take some losses but um I think it's pretty clear that um this is this is a a, a really strong um Trevian's team yeah I'm gonna go with no way here as well I think they were tested in Arizona a little bit in that tournament um mm-hmm. prospect like you said in a two to one loss so um they've had their you know adversity and that kind of stuff but and Evanston was definitely a, a you know a good test, but um, yeah, I'm going to go with no way. I don't think that they were exactly you know their first test of the season. I think they've battled a couple and uh, have shown that they can compete with some of the better teams in the state. All right, Joe, way or no way, you think that this Loyola baseball team can compete in the CCL? Um, no way, just because I think some teams have already kind of grabbed that spot. Um compete is is i guess a subjective word like we can think of, like they're going to compete in, in a lot of games and they're going to win some of them but compete for the top spot i just think there's too many teams and i think loyal is kind of um an underdog right now and it would take they'd have to jump four or five teams just to be in that com- not to be in that conversation really and i think that's too many um this year after losing some of those guys um and not really having that ace emerge quite yet. So I'll say no way, um, at least compete for a, for a, it, assuming you mean compete for the conference title, I'll say no way. Yeah, I'm going to go with no way as well. I mean, St. Rito's already off to a good start, uh, undefeated in the conference. Brother Rice um, is 10 and 9 overall, but, you know, 5 and 1 in conference. Uh, Providence, like you mentioned earlier, off to a good start. Mark Carmel, Mount Carmel. Um, St. Lawrence. So there are a lot of teams to, you know, leapfrog here to contend for a title. So um, I'm going to go with no way just based on what we've seen from this team so far. Um, I think they'll, they'll remain competitive in games and they will do a good job of, you know, not losing 12 to nothing to Mount Carmel's and that kind of stuff. But um, I would have to go with uh, um, no way. I don't think that they can compete for an actual title. I think they'll probably uh, end around the three or four spot when it all uh, is uh, done. All right, Joe, based on what you've seen so far, or I guess read so far about this Loyola boys volleyball team, uh, way or no way you think they can be one of the best teams in the state? Mm, man, I really got to see them. I really uncomfortable with that before I see them. You know, the scores indicated beating a Glenbrook North team, uh, beating Lincoln Way West looks like it. Um One of the best, also subjective. Can we say top ten? Sure, I think they can be that. Um, so uh, I'll go. 
I'll go with way they can be. Uh, I think they got some tests ahead of them, um, and we'll see where they land. But this does appear to be one of those Loyola teams that we're looking at at the end of the year, and they've racked up between 25 and 30 wins. Yeah, I'd probably say that way they can be one of the best teams in the state. I mean, they've shown it already by beating some of the better teams in the state. Um, but but I do think that this team, you know, has the potential, um, like we talked about, to win a sectional title. Like we said, it's pretty open to everybody. Um, and and maybe move on and that kind of stuff. So I'm definitely going to say way. I think this team, uh, based on the scores that we've seen so far, definitely has the potential um, to be one of the best teams in the state. So I'm going to go with the way there. Um, all right, Joe, last question. Um, feels like an evergreen question that I ask once a year, um, but I'm still going to ask it anyways. Uh, Joe, way or no way you think that the you are concerned by Loyola girls lacrosse's out-of-state losses? You do ask that a lot. Uh, not that you shouldn't. Um, no. No. Um, they're, they're playing the top teams in the country, um, and they've earned a spot up there to play those teams. They're going to be right there at the end of the year with Nutrier. Uh, we've seen it time and time again. So um, I'll just keep that short. No, I'm not. Yeah, it's a pretty easy no way. I mean, we like you said, we've seen it every single year. They're able to, you know, test themselves and really compete against some of the best teams in the state. And then they come back to Illinois and then they're either winning a state title or um, losing in the sectional round to what should be the championship game between Nutria. But that's a different topic. But um, I, I do think that this team is always ready, always prepared. So I'm going to go with no way. I think that they're... Um, They'll be fine. I mean, these losses are not anything to be concerned about. So I'm going to go with no way there as well. All right, let's move on over to the fourth quarter where you've got some good uh, stuff to look forward to this upcoming weekend. Um, and let's start off with Nutrier Girls Soccer, who is competing in the Naperville invite. And um, I forget how many exactly, what, what the number is or anything like that. But I think it's around like 10 of the best uh, teams in this. 10 of the top 30 teams, top 30 teams in the state are competing in this tournament or something like that. I don't know what the exact number is, but um, this this tournament is really good. I mean, Nutria will start off against Hinsdale Central on Thursday today. Hinsdale Central 7-1-2 and two to start the season. They get Fenwick um, on Saturday, and then we'll see where it goes from there. But, um, Joe, a really great taste uh, test for this Nutria team, especially after losing to Lions last week, like we talked about. Um, kind of a good opportunity to see what they learned from that loss and, you know, how well they can compete against some of the best in the state. Yeah. Um, I mean, you gotta like this tournament. Um, it's just, <clears throat> you know, the best in the state going at it for multiple weeks, you know, they kind of spread it out and in between they'll have these teams will probably have some, some conference games too. So just a lot of soccer and they'll move through it. Um, Loyal is in this tournament too. Um, we'll see if, uh, you know, Nutria can get these couple wins and come out of that group and play in the championship rounds. But once they're there, man, do you, you know, you got the Naperville North, Naperville Central, you got St. Charles North, um, Lions is here again. So they're, you know, Downers Grove South, um, and, and Loyola and Nico Valley, you know, these are, these are top notch teams here. Uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a great tournament and, um, we'll see what, uh, Nutria is made of. I mean, they're going in here to to win it they've got what it takes to to be in the mix for that championship team but you got to go through a lot um, to come out on top 
So what do you feel like, you know, we won't get results from this, um, you know, this weekend or anything like that, but, or like fi final results, I should say, but what do you kind of feel like is a good result for this team to finish in this tournament? I mean, obviously you'd be elated with a, a tournament title, but you know, I, I wouldn't even say like not making the third place match is anything looked down upon based on the talent that you have in this tournament. So, I mean, what do you kind of expect and what do you kind of think would be, um, you know, quote success for Nutrier and Loyola, I guess, you know, playing in this tournament. Uh, I think, you know, both teams are looking to come out of their, um, divisions their groups um and make it to the championship round which is which will be the the eight teams that come out of those eight groups and um i think once you if once you get there you're you're in a great place now if you win that first quarterfinal match once you're in the the field of eight um then i think that's absolutely a success um then you're kind of in that top four place position um and um, once it's going to be just an absolute slobber knocker once you're there i got to use slobber knocker in a yeah oh, there you go yeah there you go um so um certainly if you get to the top four it's 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 a success and and i kind of agree with you even if you get to that championship bracket and the top eight it is now if you stumble in your group and you go to the next you know next bracket down i'm not sure if they have kind of a silver bracket or not um, so I don't know kind of if you're just playing friendlies from there, but anyway, I think that's the goal, get to that championship bracket and then see, see what you're matched up against. And it's not just the Naperville tournament that, uh, Nutria will be tested in. They have, um, Bolingbroke as well on Saturday and then they play Evanston on Tuesday. Um, Evanston, a team obviously that is always battling for not only a sectional title, but also, a, a CSL South title with the Trevi. And so, um, um, some really good soccer coming up here for Nutrier, especially in the next couple of weeks, Joe. Yep, really good stuff. Looking forward to that game against Evanston next week. Um, you know, rivalry battle and just two teams that are always up at the top of the conference no matter what. And, uh, you know, the past few years, Evanston's been a state contender um, and Nutrier just last year they weren't, but usually they are too. So, um, just two of the best in the state, and uh, they place a really great brand of soccer. Um, so looking forward to that one. That's going to be a good measuring stick as well. Not that they need any more of those. Right. Nutria and Evanston are also going to get a little rematch here on Thursday, um, playing in baseball. Um, and then the Trevians uh, have a really loaded schedule coming up here. Um, obviously, this is all weather permitting, but they get Stevenson on Friday, Barrington on Saturday, Montini on Monday, Glenbrook North for a two game set on Tuesday and Thursday and then Libertyville next week. Um, a lot of games coming up for Nutrier. So a lot of opportunities for Nutrier to, you know, kind of prove themselves as we kind of, you know, move forward here in this season. Absolutely. Um, now we're, yeah, we're getting into the bear, the, the, the baseball schedule, which comes quick, you know, when we talk on, on Wednesdays and Thursdays, we'll have to go through once the weather cooperates you know, four or five games each and every week, if not more. So um, it comes at you fast. You're going to end up playing a ton of baseball and uh, hopefully the new, you know, hopefully the Trevians kind of keep on keeping on with what they got. It seems like they have just kind of a, um, a really good mindset that's hard to break. And I think that a, a team to back it up. So um, I think they'll stack up some wins, but definitely some stiff competition. Yeah, I was going to ask you, do you feel like they have the depth? I mean, obviously, we've talked about the frontline players and that kind of stuff. But, I mean, for, you know, going through a stretch like this, 
you feel like they have the depth to kind of, you know, really compete when you've got five or six games in a week? I do. Yeah. Um, they've got, you know, just from um, knowing a lot of these guys um, on the roster and, you know, talking to coach about their pitching depth. Um, I, I think definitely they can go through a stretch of here and come out um, very successful um, both in their lineup and on the mound. I think they have depth. So um, they can bring in guys who can, who can really slug it um, at multiple positions they can move guys around to some flexibility. So, yeah, I do. I think they're good. Loyola baseball is going to get really tested here in the next week as well. They got Mount Carmel on Thursday, Providence Saturday and Monday, Marmion Tuesday and Thursday, um, and then Glenbrook South on Friday. Um, what are you kind of wanting to see, Joe, in that stretch from this Loyola Ramblers team um, for, you know, what they can do um, against some of the, some really good opponents? Um. I think, you know, you're going to see some good things out of these Loyola Ramblers. I just think they match up well with a lot of these teams, but I don't think they 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 overpower a lot. So I think you're going to get wins mixed with losses pretty consistently. Um, beating good teams, then losing to, you know, similar good teams. It's just, I think it's going to be that kind of year for the Ramblers. Moving on to lacrosse, Loyola and Nutrio girls lacrosse playing each other on Thursday the 27th. Um, not exactly sure, you know, when we'll be recording next week or anything like that, but that's always a fun matchup and, um, that should be a really good, you know, test for both teams as both teams trying to figure out, you know, how good are they going to be? And, you know, is, is the state title eventually just going to come down to these two teams? Yeah. Um, it's a good, um, chance for them to look at what they got and, and probably a preview to the sectional final, um, once we get there. Of, uh, of girls lacrosse so um, uh, looking forward to that they're both very good I don't know what else we can say about these two teams we know what they're going to do and they're able to do and um, they're right there again this year yeah it's pretty much the same thing that we've been always talking about with these two teams it's just pretty much you know going to come down to them and see how good they are so um, it'll be really interesting to see um, what happens in that matchup and for the boys Loyola still undefeated um, Nutrier, um, picked up its second loss of the season, losing to York, um, six to five. Is that any concern to you, Joe? Just, you know, St. Viator losing 14 to three and then losing to York, uh, six to five. Yeah. Yeah. I think it is a concern. We talked about that St. Viator loss early and, uh, York, um, they're among the best states best as well, but we were hoping Nutrier would kind of get back to that spots and win those games and kind of prove to themselves as well as uh, their competition that they're back and ready to compete. But so seems like they still have a few things to work on to get to that um, level of eliteness. All right. Anything else you want to talk about before you say goodbye? No, we touched on uh, a bunch of everything. We still have to get to, uh, we talked about a little bit of boys tennis. We want to get in there soon and um, got to get in some Highland park baseball coverage as well, but uh We'll get there soon, and it, it's, uh, hopefully that weather warms up. Yeah, hopefully it does warm up. Like we always talk about, it's a it, it's a windstorm when we try to figure out how to do these podcasts because there are a billion things that are going on and trying to figure out everything going on and trying to figure out the big storylines. But um, it was a fun episode, and thank you, as always, to all the folks who listen to us. Uh, just a quick reminder that you can subscribe to the podcast anywhere that they're available. Make sure you give us a nice little like. Uh, help us get to more listeners who want to hear about North Shore sports as well. Uh, make sure you check out my stuff at FridayNightDrive.com. We've got a lot of good content coming up, um, a lot of good stuff happening in the area. 
And then uh, always, always check out the recordnorthshore.org. Uh, subscribe for not only the sports coverage, but also the great news coverage and everything else going on. Joe's got you covered with all the latest news in the North Shore scene. So for Joe and I, thanks so much for joining us this week, and we will talk to you guys down the road. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Varsity uh, product of the record, northshore.org, your nonprofit local newsroom.